Legend tales of a place where the booze flows freely and the stories are always entertaining. If you were bold enough to seek out such a place, head 13 miles down the Tuscan Highway to a tiny blues joint known as the Townsmith Tavern. Once there, <laughs> enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and Bowl. Excuse me, excuse me, you can't say that. You're going to lose your family-friendly rating. You're going to corrupt the kids. B.S. A podcast that invites you to grab a cool beverage, pull up a seat, and enjoy time with friends. And here are your hosts, Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that gets its merchandising plan from Spaceballs, the movie. I am your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the merchandising guy, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing this evening? How's that supposed to mean? I mean, maybe. I've done a little bit of the merch, maybe, but ah, I'm I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to get this thing rolling. <clears throat> One of those things. Uh, I'm happy to return the whiskey to the show. So a sneak peek of what's on tap right there. And I'm happy to say that we've made it through another individual's birthday. And he still hasn't been on the show. You know, that guy from Indiana. Yeah. Happy birthday to that guy from Indiana who has stood us up for 20... Was it? Oh, let's see. We started harassing him. Episode 8. So... (laughs) 22 episodes he stood us up? Yeah. You son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Cheers to you, you bastard. I know, and now he's in a race, whether he knows it or not, with the gentleman from Nevada. So who's going to win? Which one of them will come on the show first? Which state reigns supreme? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. So, But uh, Kidder, since you're already drinking, mm, what's on yeah. tap for tonight? I had to have a sip. It's the Canadian Club Classic 12. Some delicious rye whiskey right there. And you know what? If you're looking for that reasonably priced whiskey as well with some fantastic flavor, this is what you want to go with right here. It is uh, so, so tasty and has those nice peppery notes in it. Nice caramely aroma there too and Damn, so it's just so good. So, and of course, I drink it straight. I chill it first, just to make sure that uh, you know it is a little chilled. You don't have to add any ice in it to water it down or anything because this just has some fantastic flavor. So, if you have a chance, order some Canadian Club or this, the Classic Twelve, and uh, check it out. What's on tap for you there, Brosif? 
Well, Kidder, uh, I was uh, doing a little bit of a uh, little bit of math and uh, realized that when this episode, episode 30 drops, it's right before Halloween. So this is technically our Halloween episode. Ooh. And because of that, I decided I would uh, maybe get a little festive with this. And so I have from... Uh, Wasatch Brewery out of Salt Lake City, Utah, a pumpkin. That's right, a pumpkin uh, ale brewed with pumpkin and spices. I'm sorry, I just you and your pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, 5% alcohol by volume. This has some tasting notes. It tastes like spice, caramel, and smooth. Uh, brewed with pure pumpkin and the finest barley. This amber-hued ale is spiced like your favorite holiday pie and is sure to please. Can we pour you a slice? So That kind of sounds disgusting. Like a slice of pie in a can. Like baby food or something. Yeah, I mean, they got some other interesting things on the back here. Apparently, they were established in 1986. They have the slogan on here, we drink our share and sell the rest. Uh, they also have, uh, where it has their 12 fluid ounces, they also felt the need to put, mmm, uh, 12 fluid ounces. So, I uh, I will drink this, season of beer, in celebration of Halloween. <clears throat> And uh, I'm going to dedicate this one, Kidder, to, I don't know if you know about this, uh, but Katabai National Park, every year around this time, uh, holds a contest. It is the Katabai Fattest Bear Contest. And uh, Didn't know about that. Yeah. It's a week-long competition. They share photos of the bears from the park uh, and... The general public is allowed to vote on who they think gained the most weight. They have some before and after photos. Uh, and uh, this year's winner, and I'll share a photo here for you, Kidder, so you can uh, see, is this lovable guy here. This is Otis. So uh, he is this year's fattest bear, according to Fat Bear Week. And so this pumpkin ale is for Otis. Hmm. What? Well, you didn't die. I mean, there's that. You know, it'd be like if you took a bite of pumpkin pie, and then immediately followed it with like a like a Bud Light chaser. Does it need more Fireball seasoning? It's not for normal like... people. Tiffany, it would be you know cinnamon, but right. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where like you can do like. There's definitely a pumpkin pie, but it's not necessarily the strongest flavor in it. So it really does. It really feels like you take like a bite of pumpkin pie, chew it up, and while it's still in your mouth, you like take a shot of Bud Light. <laughs> Sounds horrible. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what makes it even more horrible, Kidder? That you have twelve full ounces to drink wrong what makes oh. it terrible 
is that I did my math wrong. And so uh, I thought it was two weeks that we'd have for Halloween. There's a second one. Anyway. <laughs> the Black Lantern. What kind of crap did you find? Were you at like the bargain bin of liquor stores? Is this they actually say the, have the balls to say premium stout on it? A uh, pumpkin stout. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it said premium for a second. I'm like, hold, hold on, hold yeah. the phone. Yeah. So I have a pumpkin stout here. If I get through this thing, we'll have that tonight as well. So, oh boy. Howard's comparing pumpkin spiced beers for all of you out there. I'm suffering, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Now the uh, pumpkin flavor is just kind of disappearing. <clears throat> Maybe it's at the bottom like last week's. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't shake the can a little bit just to mix up the flavor. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, we'll, so we'll get through this. We'll get so much. It. So much for that. Yeah. I suppose we should actually start talking about something that, you know. <laughs> what do you want to talk about first, Broseph? You know, it's been a here, long week. It, it has been a long week, and uh, but I've got to finish with something kind of fun. And it's actually, I'll share it. It's not on the list, but I'll share it. Uh, you know, the audience, you don't know. The kidder knows. Uh, we're starting a bit late. I was out at the ranch. And the reason is, kidder... I got a I got a bit of a challenge issued to me. You see, tomorrow is the opening of pheasant season. And my dad and my brother felt that they should uh, get prepared, thought we should uh, shoot a little skeet, and they challenged me to be part of this. So we had a little <laughs> shotgun shootout uh, this evening. Oh. Little shotgun uh, blues. And I, I have to say, you know, my dad and brother have gone hunting for quite a while uh, together. Uh, I, I think it's been like since 20, 2004 since I actually last shot a shotgun. You know, so what's that? Uh, let's see, what's that math? Six, ten. 11, so, yeah, about like 17 years, just about, since I've actually shot a shotgun. So I was thinking, boy, am I screwed. (laughs) So, uh, but I accepted the challenge. I went out there. Um, We did, I forget what my dad's crazy name for this was, but basically uh, we did... There was three rounds. You got five pigeons each round, and each round was a different mystery shotgun. Because my dad had, collects shotguns, so our first one was a uh, 12-gauge pump action shotgun. The second one was a 16-gauge side-by-side, and then we finished off with the 20-gauge uh, over-under. So... uh as I said, it's been 17 years since I've shot a, a shotgun. So I was pretty much thinking, I'm going to be the loser in this. Uh, 
and such. Uh, and then after we did that, Kidder, we did a round of pistols. So we had a a, a ten, basically a ten round uh, pistol competition. So ten bullets. Uh, whoever got the most. I will say uh, I lost the pistol round easily. Lost my honor there, but in the shotgun round, Kidder, I tied for first. I there you go, my dad. Wow. Yeah, including that's, that's a, winning, including a perfect round uh, with the side by side, uh, which included, and I'm very proud of it. On the last pigeon, uh, I missed the first shot and quickly fired a second one and got it at a much greater distance. So, <laughs> but I had a perfect round there, uh, and I I should have had, I should have got. I missed two with the pump action. I should have only missed one. I had foolishly not reloaded in between pigeons. And so when I, I missed, I only had the one bullet in, the one cartridge. So I couldn't like take a second shot at it, which I probably would have got it then. I, I was doing pretty well. Uh, and then the over and under, I missed one. So, uh, yeah. Pretty good shooting for a guy who hasn't uh, shot for a while, but we did that. Had, had some uh, dinner, and uh, I just got home. So that's where I was. I was out defending the Triple B's honor and uh, shooting some clay pigeons. So there we go. How's that for Wonderful. a start? You, des you, you deserve a drink after all of that. Mm. You have a better drink than this, though. A better, a better drink. That's that's oh. correct. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful job. Uh, I remember back in the training days, uh, they the course of fire for a shotgun included a requirement, or there's a total of 100 uh, of the. I think it was between i don't know i don't really know how to describe it but there's like slug with the slugs right so you so the the total number of slugs out of the 10 shells that you you shot equal 100 okay and then on the paper your target you're able to count on there obviously if you blow a hole in it you know that all of them went through but then around it, you can count all of them and then deduct from 100 off of that. I got a 96 out of 100. And that's from, it's like three, three yards all the way up to, I want to say, 30 yards or something for the, for the shotgun. So that was a few years ago. <laughs> so it's also been a while for me since I've picked up the shotgun and, and actually been able to, you know, do a decent uh, shot, uh, shotgun course, shall we say. But yeah. Uh, so how about we continue the gun talk? The, the new game coming out in November, Battlefield 2042. So the beta is out this weekend uh, as we're recording this and uh, started 
on Wednesday for the early beta. So if you pre-ordered it <clears throat> like I did, then you would get the code you put in on your, uh, your console service, and then it gives you the early access to the uh, beta. And then today, Friday, it opened up to everyone who wants to download it uh, from, you know, uh, the Xbox um, One X up through the, you know, newest Series X, PC, PlayStation 4, and 5, and I don't know where else, but you can find that on Battlefield's website. Uh, ended up having some issues with Best Buy because I pre-ordered it when I, I could first pre-order it. That didn't include, didn't include, but it included, because I pre-ordered it, <clears throat> the uh, beta, right? So open beta is coming up. What happens is the place you pre-order it from sends you an email with that code, like I said. You copy it and paste it into your service, Microsoft or Sony. Or, well, I guess, I think Microsoft runs it through uh, on PC as well. But you copy it in there, and then you're good to go. Waited for that email. Nothing. So I contact support. I'm like, hey, I'm supposed to get this code. Oh, yeah, we're, uh, we'll, we'll, I checked into it. I put you on the priority list, and you should get a code here in a couple hours. Next morning, there's no code yet. Not my spam. It's just not there. Like, I get Best Buy's emails. Trust me. I, I spend enough money at Best Buy. I get the emails. <clears throat> so, I'm like, my code hasn't arrived yet. So, I go on the online chat again. I'm like, look, I did this. Here's the uh, reference code for that chat from last night. Hasn't showed up yet. Like, what's the deal? The uh, agent uh, says, you know, sorry about that. The, the standard customer service, uh, you know, lines, and you have to call the number for support because you have to be directed into the digital download section of their support to actually get the digital download. And the tech support texting that you do through the website can't get you there. So I go, okay, I wasted another five minutes, so fine. I'll call the 800 number. I call in. Go through there. Yeah, yeah, the uh, information is here. I see that. You know, sorry about the uh, wait. <laughs> Again, customer support, customer service, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we have you in the system. We'll, uh, you know, do some checking for us through. You should have an email here shortly. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Not my spam filter. Where's my Where's my email? Nope. Didn't arrive. Didn't arrive. Four hours later, I get an email. Yeah, so we checked into this, and because your order isn't f uh, satisfied, uh, as in, like, delivered, because the game doesn't come out until November. The code 
won't be sent out until the order has been fulfilled and then you'll have your beta code and I'm like that doesn't help me so thinking outside the box go on to the sales portion of Best Buy's website you see battlefield here and the digital and whatever the extra features look you get the beta code here all right add the cart purchase pay now Boop. one minute 28 seconds later in my inbox the beta code for the early access beta now the reason it was you know kind of an issue for me to get this code is because with the pre-ordering of the game you got two days early of playing the open beta so it's just the people who pre-ordered it and then like i said today it opens up to anyone who wants to download it and play it for testing purposes. So like I said, I went on, I bought a, another copy of it, got my code, put it in, poof, access, no problem, enter, enter, I'm loading into a game. So I play a couple games, go back on Best Buy, cancel that order so that I don't have to pay a second game. <laughs> And it worked! It worked, folks. So you just have to know how to use the system. And trust me, Best Buy, I, I spend enough money at your store and using your services that I can take a free beta code that should have been sent to me in the first place. So, yeah, don't worry about it. So th there's that. Let me take a quick sip here. Yes. Going to say, Kidder, and well, we, we discussed this a little bit on the pre show, but uh, I'm not going to be uh, joining you guys in Battlefield. At yeah, it's not in the beta. Yeah, I was, I was say, just going to say on, on our game, the uh, Battlefield, that the visuals are fantastic. Uh, the the uh, destructible environment, really good. You know, as we've uh, come to know from the Battlefield games, you know, as you you remember, you and I playing that way back in, in the uh, townhouse days, mm -hmm. uh, blowing apart buildings and running running through buildings with tanks and stuff. You know, so that's that's fun. Um, the other piece is I don't want to call it real time weather because uh, it's dynamic weather. That's that's a more appropriate term. They have tornadoes and stuff that show up, kind of like hurricanes. So the tornadoes are moving through the field of battle on the battlefield. You see what I did? And you can, you're drive into it, and you get sucked up into the thing, and your tank blows up, or you can jump out, and then you're in a parachute, and you're parachuting through a freaking tornado, and you go flying out, and people are shooting at you in the tornado. I mean, there are some crazy things. And then uh, the one of the maps has a rocket. You can apparently somehow launch the rocket. I don't know what it does, but uh, I played a couple games, made it to level six, and it is what it is. Um, my issues with it, even with 128 people as the max on a game, the maps are so damn big that you run, 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 spawn over here. Blah! You're dead. Okay, spawn. Run. Blah! You're dead. Spawn. 
Eh, run, 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 jump in a vehicle. Spoof! You get blasted. Awesome. Yeah, literally spawn into a helicopter. Two seconds I was in the chopper. Beep, beep. <laughs> okay. This is awesome. So my gripe, kind of like we've talked about before, the giant maps are awesome, except they suck. They're awesome in the fact that they're so big and that you can do so much on the maps, especially with the aerial vehicles flying around. You have places to go and things to do. The problem, if you're on foot because of the limited amount of vehicles that are available, you can't get anywhere. So that's that's um, one of the annoying things still for the, the Battlefield series. And then the second, uh, kind of the laggy... Uh, I don't know if, I guess it's a good way to describe it. Leggy control feel. It, it doesn't feel as snappy as Call of Duty as a reference point. So obviously Call of Duty is more of a simulation, if you will, arcadey feel. So so I mean you can you can move very quickly with little interruption in your movement. With Battlefield, it seems like you Click to move, and your dude's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, wait, oh yeah, I mean, over there." It's, it's kind of a leg, is how how I would describe it. Hmm. Have you I tried? don't know if that was your experience. I kind of tweaked with the controls a little bit too, but I got to do a little bit more, turn up the sensitivity and stuff. I that's what I was going to ask is if you had uh, messed with your sensitivity settings, because um, that can help with that yeah i'll have to do it a little bit more um i didn't have a, enough time to really go in depth and and try and mess with it but <clears throat> it definitely has the same uh, feel as the previous battlefields and, and i know you know that from spawning in like battlefield 5 when we were playing and you'd spawn in and run run but damn it spawn in you know i i'm gonna have to try and see if i can find uh the clip of i battlefield is one of those games i can enjoy but yes because of the map and because of that i can get bored in it uh pretty quickly which then tends to mean i start goofing around um, but I have this great clip that had a vehicle and I, I took it out of kind of where you're supposed to go and ended up, uh, flipping and rolling the vehicle, getting ejected. And as I landed on my feet from the ejection, pulled up my gun and managed to shoot a guy who was just coming out. It was the most like John Wick action sequence I could pull off. And uh, I'll never be able to do that again, but that's uh, that was a good moment. That was a very good moment. Yeah, it was good. And, and I'm hoping that uh, we're able to join up, <clears throat> play a little bit of Battlefield 2042. And if not, uh, Battlefield 4 is a wonderful, I don't even want to call it a substitute, because I think you've played with me on Battlefield 4, and that has 
a lot of uh, fun aspects to it as well. Really, the, on the only map, I think, is uh, Locker. It's that half or mostly underground, like, bunker type of match. We, <laughs> I would join servers that have, you know, 100,000 tickets or something, or ticks, whatever they are. So it's basically a two-hour long kill session. <laughs> you just play the map. And there's so many funnels, the, the fatal funnels, that you could prop yourself up on a floor or behind a box and just keep lobbing grenades, noob tubes, just keep shooting down hallways and dropping ammo crates. It's, it's fun. What game did you play recently? Well, and it's, it's man, I didn't even really get to, like, play, play it. Uh, so one of the free Xbox gold downloads was a game called Dungeons. And I downloaded it. And uh, I had some free time last week, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try and play something new. Just try something. And so I started playing this. And I started going through the tutorial... Uh, of it and kidder it was probably the worst tutorial i have ever sat through this this game it's kind of like one part tower defense so you're kind of building a dungeon so that you can defend the center of it you're you're hiring monsters building traps things like that but then you can also send your monsters and such out into the overworld to conquer places so it's also like part real-time strategy, um, but you got to keep these monsters happy and things like that. And I played through all five of like the tutorial like missions, and I got through it all, and I'm like, I still don't know how to play this game. <laughs> yeah, just make it up as you go. It's fine. I, okay, in one part, I just want to say, if you're going to make a tutorial... I understand that most people find tutorials boring. I get it. You don't need to try to work in so much humor that it's almost annoying. Like the tutorial on this had this narrator. And, and again, in this game, you're playing the bad guy. You're playing the evil, you know, overlord. And like, Every time that the narrator mentioned you, it was like, I have to have some clever thing, you know? So, like, when you first start, it's like, the newbie evil. And then it jumps to, like, later, the still learning the trade evil. The not quite evil because he hasn't finished the tutorial yet. I mean, it just all of this. But it sometimes it did a kidder, like, in the same sentence, so I'm sitting here reading the subtitles and listening, and I like I don't know what you're talking about, you know. <laughs> you know yeah. when it's things like the novice evil uses the hand of terror to you know slap the workers so that they work harder for the overlord taskmaster evil. I'm like, wait, what? What the hell? I mean, and it really is like, get like one of the tutorials is hey, okay, we're gonna show you the overworld. And you get up there and they're like, okay, go conquer this place. Well, but it hasn't told me how do I select my troops? How do I tell them to go over there? You know, so I had to pull up a control menu to go, okay, let's see. Okay, this I could do to select. This I, 
I think that there's a part of me that would really enjoy this game, but there's another part of me that looks at this and like, it's, it's very clear. Like it kind of starts you on these tutorials and then it's like in the later ones, like it drops you into like a fully completed layer and there's all this stuff and you're just like, but, but how would I build this? What, what, you know, it's like, Ah, there's just so much missing from it. So needless to say, Kidder, uh, I finished the tutorial and I turned off the game and I promptly removed it from my Xbox. So I was going to ask if you if you for rage uninstalled it. <clears throat> uh, you know, it wasn't a rage uninstall. It was much more of a... I think this is going to be far much more of a headache than, uh, than I, I'm going to want. A, I don't know that I'm going to enjoy this experience, so I'm just going to turn it off, which is sad. Uh, the premise was interesting. I think I could have enjoyed it, but yeah, crappy tutorials just made me go, Ugh. because if, if it's that bad, like if I can't quite understand what's going on through the tutorial, what happens when you get into the actual campaign? And now I need to know what the mission is and what I'm supposed to be doing and proceeding with. And so, yeah, I just could tell like i was about to have a very bad experience so i turned it off and that that has been my gaming for the week so yeah so for anybody out there who's looking at dungeons you if, if you love the game hey great for you you can feel free put it in the comments how wrong i am about it uh but i would I, I have to be honest i have to say i don't recommend it for most people I, I'm not even going to bother rating it. I'm just going to say pass. If you're out there and this gets offered <laughs> again for free, just pass. Just pass on it. Uh, yeah, go go go. Spend your time with something more interesting or better. So that's funny my... because you're like it's not even worth the space on your Xbox or the data transfer. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not. So there, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, last weekend I did get to play some board games. That was that was more fun. Uh, we played uh, Pandemic, which is a great cooperative game where you're trying to stop a pandemic. Um, we played twice. We were playing on uh, medium difficulty. And we failed the first time, but we we won the second time. So that was a that was a great success. Oh, we we played an old classic of Dixit. Um, Dixit for anybody who doesn't know, it's like apples to apples, but it's all done with uh, kind of some very interesting, crazy art on the cards. So one player is the active player. They play a card and they give a phrase. Um, and they're trying to get a few people to guess the correct card, but not everybody. There's a penalty if everybody gets it. There's also a penalty if nobody gets it. But after they give that phrase and play the card uh, face down, then everybody else gets to play a card that they think fits that theme. And you're going to flip them all um, over after a good shuffle, and everybody then votes on which card they think is the active player's card. Um, so you're trying to get some people to vote for you, but not everybody. Um, a lot of fun. We played two rounds of it. I won the first round, and I think my sister-in-law won the second round. So it was good. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. So there we go. Very interesting. Two enjoyable games 
very quickly and uh yeah skip dungeons and skip this pumpkin beer and, and skip the pumpkin beer too <laughs> oh it's not getting any better kidder uh sorry bro yeah i uh, got some whiskey for you if you don't partake uh yeah <clears throat> let me get in the car i'll be there in 30 minutes <laughs> got some waiting for you so um then the, the something else that you should skip for right now windows 11 why do you ask because it's windows right first thing i would say is because every time a new windows comes out there's something wrong with it so skip it for like the first six months maybe longer until they realize hey these key things that we've been doing in windows for 30 years should be carried on you know very simple things i uh, downloaded windows 11 onto my newer computer to try it out i was somewhat excited heard a couple you know reviews looked at some of the screenshots okay i can get behind this no problem it's windows it's a new version so it shouldn't be too different well it's a little early for it honestly just wait they're trying to push it on your computer just say no <laughs> just say no there's a good chance that your programs aren't gonna work uh, it goes through all of the installation and this and that and just yeah it takes a while but it works fine the settings, like your normal Windows settings that you go into for your updates and whatnot, look a little different. There's some good things how they organize them, but also bad because you go into six different menus to try and find something that you're looking for. Truthfully, I miss the old control panel. Just simple. I know you can still find it in Windows 10, and I'm sure you can in Windows 11, but just one of the things to think about. Also, your programs, uh, as I mentioned, probably don't work correctly. Uh, one of them I used to remote into other computers that uh, I own. It became unstable, to say the least. And the connection on it was so bad, you couldn't even use it to remote into another computer. So that is a problem for something that I use. The other thing that really agitates me about Windows 11, you know, in your taskbar, you have your, your icons and you can set it in Windows 10 and every version before it to see not only the icon of what program it is, but then the text of the window that it is, whether it's a program or a window like uh, Windows Explorer, for instance, you have a folder named Howard you have a folder named Kidder. You have both of them up. It might group them next to each other, but you have them listed right here at the bottom. In Windows 11, they are going away from that, and there's no way that you can change that at this point. You have to click the icon first, and then you can click the window that you want to go into. No, don't just click on the window that you want in the first place. Nope, we added an extra step to make it more convenient for you. 
just to screw with your day. I searched for 20 minutes trying to find that setting and then went to the internet and lo and behold, you cannot change that. It is not there, does not exist at this point in Windows 11. So screw you, Microsoft, fix that crap. Uh, the look, not too bad. I mean, there's a light version and a dark version, just like Windows 10. The taskbar and uh, start menu and those sorts of things look pretty close to Windows 10. So ultimately, is Windows 11 needed? Probably not. You could just make the improvements to Windows 10, especially if we, uh, Microsoft is just giving away Windows 11 at this point to upgrade people to it, you know? Do some things to fix Windows 10 or fix Windows 11 before you put it out to the market. I don't know. That's my two cents on it. Uh, just agitated by Windows 11 at this point. So I rolled it back to Windows 10. That was, you know, four hours of my life that I'll never get back. <laughs> so, plus, plus, your start menu that you have set up and you have, you know, on the, the left side, you have all your programs, and the right side, you pin a bunch of things, your programs that you use, your folders that you use frequently. Yeah, when you upgrade it, it gets rid of all those, and then there's pin at the top, and then your programs underneath. Like, why? I had it sorted so nicely before. Why would you screw with this? But it's Windows, so let's screw with your day. How can we screw up your day even more? Yeah. So there's that. And then rolling it back, I had issues with my office because Windows 11 installs the newest version of Office by default and like, hey, you can buy this. Hey, you should use this. So when you roll it back or you have another version already installed, it creates extra issues because it's not the same version. And then there's two versions on your computer. And it's like, there's not a current version of Outlook on your computer. And it gets angry at you. And then you have to go on the internet again, trying to troubleshoot a problem that should have never been put there in the first place. Have you seen Windows 11 yet? I haven't. I... Although I will say my uh, my laptop keeps telling me that I need to upgrade, um, and I kind of have been telling it no because of the whole. Well, if you go back a couple of episodes, um, I had uh, Microsoft locking me out of my account thanks to a uh, update. Yeah, I'm a little hesitant to then upgrade to anything new like that. So it'll be a while before I do. Um, you know, my thing with it is I, I never have understood why Microsoft feels the need to change so many things when they do these updates. I understand, you know, the 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 desire to do so. But at the same time, there's something nice about being able to find and make stuff work. What which try to remember which version was it Windows 8 where they introduced the tiles? system yeah. yep. i mean it's like i understand you're going for something new it works on things like the xbox it just did not really work because again i've been using windows since i've had a computer i understand how windows works you know i i know hey down here's my start button if i click on that i get all this stuff 
not to be not to sit here and be old man Howard. No, I'm changing my window. No, I I totally agree. And the the like you don't have to completely screw with and dump a good thing. You can make improvements on it. But the the real question you gotta ask is another version of windows needed yet when some of the stuff isn't even compatible with windows 10 i mean is another version really needed that badly well to make money sure but <laughs> is it really needed make some improvements to your current program and fix the problems you have the the example that you mentioned there the full screen tiles when you hit the window key people freaked out Ah, there's a bunch of shit in front of me! Where's my start button? Oh, we should put the start button back. You think? Here's something that we've used for 30 years. Let's remove it! What is wrong with you? Make your product different. Why are you so much more successful than Apple? Because you have things that are the way they are and the way they work. Because they just work. So keep those things. You don't have to be like Apple. And that that's one other point. Because a lot of it is rounded windows. Yeah, it looks a little bit cooler, but what is it like? Apple. The other thing. The icons are, by default, centered on your taskbar. So if you pin five things, your icons are right there. You have a few other things open. They're all centered in the middle of your screen. Okay, cool. At least there's an option to left justify them so it looks like traditional windows. But you have to change the option. What are they doing? Making it more like Win uh, Apple. Why? Make your own damn product. Stay in your own lane. Make your product better than the other people. Don't follow the other people. Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> Man, between uh, this Dungeons review and now this review of Windows 11, we're kind of cranky tonight, Kidder. You haven't even heard my next topic. Oh, oh, but here, here. Let's, let's, let's just continue the hate train. Uh, I finished the first one, so uh, here we go. Go ahead and introduce this thing. Yeah, same brewing company. This is their Black O'Lantern Pumpkin Stout. Uh, the alcohol by volume jumps up to a 6.66%. See what they did there? See, see what they did there? Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I, I get it because it's a black o lantern. It's like, it's so scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reason not see. to drink it. Oh, yeah. Here's some more. This tastes like. Chocolate, pumpkin, and velvety. What kind of madman would cross an imperial stout with a pumpkin ale? Our brewers. As it turns out, this rich chocolatey, chocolatey Franken brew is dry, spiced, and scary good. Boo. Uh, so as I as I open this kidder, I, I, I need to make a slight uh, statistician correction. Uh, I mentioned Otis. Uh, winning Fat Bear Week. 
Uh, he's actually a four-time champion. This is his fourth time winning Fat Bear Week. Wow. Yeah, so I, I failed to mention that last time. Uh, so I, I wanted to get that in. wanted to make sure we uh, we shared that. And uh, Kidder, for this one, because I'm sure this is going to be just as bad, um, I would like to dedicate this one to the runner-up. <laughs> dedicating the- a shitty beer. <laughs> Uh, oh, there it is! Oh, is, look at that fat son of a bitch! Yeah, this so this was the uh, runner-up to uh, Otis in the Fat Bear Week. This is Walker. So, yeah, so there is Walker. And courtesy of L Law, I see a setup. Yeah, uh, they they do a lot of things. Here was Otis, in case that picture didn't go up. But there's Otis. So there's. There's our current four-time champ. So, anyway, uh, Walker, this uh, probably terrible beer is for you, man. Good job. Good job. The look on your face. I'm I'm trying to decide, Kidder. Is this worse than the beer I just had? <laughs> or is it slightly better? Oh, what what has this show become? Like, how bad can this beer be? We'll try it next time. Let's see uh, if we can find one that's even worse for the next one. Uh, to answer my own question, it's worse. Oh, hmm. Chocolate and pumpkin. Not, uh, not good, man. Not good. Oh, okay. <sighs> You're going to get a lot of hate on this one from me as we go. So, Kidder, you said you had another topic of hate. Go, go. Release the hates. That was more Vince McMahon, I think, than hatred, but sorry. So this one, this topic is pissing off the nerd community. And your folk in the Star Wars community can team up with my folk in the Star Trek community, along with the nerds in the Ghostbuster community and the Marvel community, and a few others, and here's why. My first question to you, have you ever heard me mention the name Anovos, aside from putting it in the rundown for tonight? Honestly, Kidder, no, and when you put this in the rundown, I was kind of wondered if you accidentally, like, translated this into a different language. (laughs) Okay, wonderful. As you remember from the Kidder's Captain's Logs and the trek to Vegas at the con, my uniforms uh, are very detailed. And the way that I think about doing, you know, cosplay, if you will, like I want the stuff to look and feel like it came off the set. I don't want to buy some knockoff and look cheap half-assed right i want to do it right 
which is why the the stuff I look for in uniforms, badges, rank insignias, those patches even, everything from top to bottom, I, I want that quality with it, which is even down to the resin communicator badges. They are screen accurate. And that's what I love to find. So, the company, Anovos. Excuse me, getting choked up a little bit. <clears throat> because in their heyday, they were producing products uh, not only licensed by the companies that uh, created and own these franchises, but they create based off of the actual merchandise that, or I shouldn't say merchandise, the apparel that was worn on the set. They are identical replicas, as close as they can physically be to what you would see in the movies, TV shows, on the sets, etc. Okay? And again, this flows from Star Wars, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, the Marvel Universe, and I think there were a few others. This company uh, was, I, I came to find them, I don't know, 2014, 2013 maybe, and they had uh, replica uniforms, replica props uh, in the Star Wars universe. They had full outfits for Stormtroopers, Boba Fett, Imperial officers, sand, uh, the, you know, the sand variants of the stormtroopers, like the sand troopers, I guess. That's, I don't know. That's what they're called, right? <laughs> I don't know. But they have all these different variants of everything from the belts to the helmets to the replica blasters to uh, full size. And this was just a couple years ago uh, for Star Trek. They released the USS Enterprise from the, the Discovery variant, uh, the USS Discovery. Uh, I think there might have been one more. Yes, the uh, uh, the USS Shenzhou. They were studio size replicas. So to give you a good idea of how big these things were. They were two of uh, the table right over here that you could barely see, like two of those large. Okay, these things are $10,000 a piece. Full internal LED lighting. The ship is film quality. So if you got like a red camera and you wanted to film a short and you had the appropriate backdrops and things, you could make your own film with this model like that's how detailed it was saw it at a couple of the conventions and this is of course a couple years ago so at the conventions you can see uh, they used to have booths you could see the quality of the stuff up close i mean this is based off of or if they could get the same material for the uniforms they would do that and they're screen accurate same with the dyeing of for the colors so, like, the tunic I had and, and then the vest and whatnot, they're exactly the same as what they are for the first Contact movie and the other uh, 
two movies, Insurrection and <clears throat> Nemesis. They are, if I went onto the set as they're filming, they'd be exactly the same as what Patrick Stewart or any of the rest of the crew were wearing. Now, with the stuff, like I said, it's very expensive. So if you wanted certain pieces of whatever, you can expect to pay probably a minimum of $100 for that item, for a shirt, for instance. So, as you know, I purchased the vest, the first contact vest, which Patrick Stewart wore in first contact, and Captain Sisko wore in uh, Deep Space Nine, in the pale moonlight, if I remember correctly, the episode specifically. Okay, it's a the combat vest, gray up here, cuts off about here, and it's black underneath, has the zip up to right about here. The under tunic is a separate piece. Purchase that, so I have the command variant, which is the red one. The operations slash security, which is the yellow, and the sciences slash medical, which is the blue. Got all of those undershirts. Those come with the collars, or cuffs, I mean, not the collars, the cuffs, which are uh, interchangeable on the tunic coat, which I did not get. It was not available to get at the time. So, a Novos and all the stuff I purchased from them had been good to me, sending the stuff, etc., you pay for it, you assume you get some services, right? Well, I would see occasional things of, yeah, I've been waiting a year for this. I've been waiting two years for this. And it was typically the Star Wars stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. It's the Star Wars stuff. I'm not buying this extra stuff. Like, I want the popular stuff. There's enough of it, so I should be able to get it. So the order came up for the First Contact Premium or Premier Line jacket. I need the jacket to finish that part of the uniform. So I'm like, well, I better order it because it's the only chance I'm going to get to actually order it. So when you're purchasing it, mind you, this son of a bitch is $800. Yeah. So, I'm like, well, I better order it because I'm not going to ever get it in any other chance. Because it goes with everything else. <clears throat> so, I order it. And in their timeline of production, they're, you know, quarter to six months out. Fine. I, I can wait. Right? Now, this is... November of 2020 might have even been before that so time goes by I'm waiting and waiting I purchased uh, another undershirt uh, for the Star Trek Voyager or Deep Space Nine uh, the what do they call them the, the candy stripe almost it's the the colored shoulders with the black underneath 
Uh, it's the Voyager uniform, but then early on Deep Space Nine as well. I purchased a new undershirt for that, so it was a little bit larger, a little bit more comfortable, and then could fit up my neck a little bit more. Never received that, but I received the uh, uniform cloth ties. So there's another order that's $117. So I have these two orders sitting out there totaling, you know, just under $1,000. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. <clears throat> well, guess what? The orders have not arrived yet. And then last month, actually this was August, now that I think about it, it wasn't even September, it was, it was August. I see that Anovos, when you type in Anovos.com, it changes or redirects to Dueño Novo. I think I'm saying that right. Denuo Novo, something like that. I'm like, what is this now? And they are, if you go to the website, a, 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 an official Star Wars licensed merchandiser. All of the same photos that they had from Anovos of all their Star Wars merchandise. But there's no mention of Star Trek. There's no mention of Ghostbusters. There's no mention of Marvel, etc. And you look on there, and it looks... Very, very similar to Anovos, including the name Denuo Novo, which is a, like the second rebirth or some silly thing. They have on their about section on their website. Guess what? A bunch of people are pissed off because they haven't received their merchandise. And I found out there's a class action lawsuit against Anovos. For 50 plus people, and those people, anywhere from one to ten thousand dollars a piece that of merchandise that has never been delivered to these people, from full Star Wars uniforms to overcoats like the Star Trek 3 mission coat, all of this stuff that's floating out there, thousands of dollars of merchandise per person. That this company has screwed people on. Denuo Novo has uh, replied sparingly to people inquiring about their Star Wars items, saying, Yeah, we're going to work on fulfilling these orders and making sure that people get their merchandise. People ask, including me, I've been sending questions to their support for you know, 12 months. What's an update on my order? Where's my order? And I haven't received a damn thing in eight months. And the uh, answer, because people will post their replies from the company, yep, we're hoping to fulfill that down the road, but right now we're not sure. Awesome. Better Business Bureau gives them an F rating, by the way. So if you are looking for high-quality Star Wars or Star Trek or Marvel or Ghostbusters or a few others, uh, merchandise, I would say stay away from Denuo Novo because they apparently are Anovos in a new version. I'm guessing they filed bankruptcy and moved into, you know, this new name and new space. 
especially because the Innovos website transitions you straight over to this new website. So, I am working uh, with my credit company to try and get my money back because, you know, it was a year ago plus when this all happened, and we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, for me personally, almost $1,000, yeah, that's a lot. I went out on a limb to try and get that, and I was still hoping that I would get the damn piece of merchandise that I ordered. So there's that. The other piece of it, I mean, that's straight up fraud. So that whoever's behind it, the people who work at that company in the ownership and management could be held criminally liable because they took money either knowing that they couldn't fulfill the order and still took the money or just because they took the money and haven't fulfilled the order, it has been past the time when they said that they were going to deliver on those items, and so the money should have been refunded, or an explanation should have been sent updating customers that a delay was occurring. So, yes, I believe that they're fraudulent business. The experience that I have had in the past year has shown that well, they just like to take money and then do whatever they want with it or can't, <clears throat> whatever business model they built themselves on, they clearly couldn't sustain themselves. So maybe I need to go to the Consumer Protection Division and see what I can do about uh, that. Um, the other interesting thing, as of the 6th of October, I'm sure you heard of it, and I didn't have any negative uh, interactions personally, but... Uh, Glazer Images, the photography company, suddenly closing their doors, closing their business, and sending out an email to their employees, sorry, we close today, and there's nothing that we can do about it or you can do about it. If you have questions, contact our attorney. By the way, you won't get paid. By the way, all the money that we've collected from everyone with all of these reservations for the thousands of weddings over the next 12 months, yeah, you don't get your money back. Uh, excuse me? How about no? That isn't how you operate a business. And on top of that, this business took over $500,000 in personal protection plan money from the government in two separate occasions, one in January and one in June, totaling over $500,000. So you can't tell me that there isn't some kind of fleecing going on or fraudulent criminal activity. Yeah. Really? <sighs> See, and I, I've actually, yeah, I had business uh, with last year um we did some family portraits uh right around the time of junior's first birthday um in fact i think you have some relatively cute photos of junior on a beer <laughs> i like that opener. relatively <laughs> come on I, now. I well i say that uh i will say like we got some good photos out of it but lefty and i were kind of far from 
super happy with some of it. Like the photographer we had just didn't really interact with Junior. So unfortunately, like the shots of the three of us just is like him like upset. So we were kind of meh on it. So, but sad, yeah, for anybody else who has a reservation or anything like that, that's Al. Um, yeah, especially when uh, I've, I've seen stories, and, you know, because it's posted a lot on Facebook. So I've seen the stories of just a week ago, as of this recording, as in last weekend, people booking extra time for their weddings which would be next weekend as of this recording and paying one to two or three thousand dollars extra this recent with no like nope uh we're not sure if we're going to be open next week so we're not sure if we can do your wedding you might get your money back uh we're not sure if we're going to be there you know no question. Yep, absolutely. We'll be there for two more hours. No problem. That'll be $2,000. Thank you. Okay, here's your check. Like that recent as of a couple days before they close and they're still taking in money, you cannot tell me that there's something else going on. Like that. that's absolute fraud. I mean, it, it includes, like I said, their employees who received an email from the CEO. Yeah, by the way, you're fired because we closed. Really? Yeah. And you're not getting paid? You're not getting your paid time off? You're not getting your vacation paid? You're not getting any, if you're uh, qualified to receive your sick pay paid out? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. Have fun in court because you're going to be raked over the coals no matter if you file for bankruptcy or not. Like, that's that's straight-up fraud, and you should serve jail time for that. Like, that's unacceptable. Yeah. No, I I feel sorry. I You know, Kinder, and I'm sorry that you're going through this. I've I've had something similar. I mean, listen, I've, I have said I have supported companies on Kickstarter – and every now, I mean, Kickstarter is not a guaranteed thing, right? It's a bit of a gamble. I, I like to put it as it's an investment. You're giving a little bit of money. You're investing in somebody to say, yeah, I like this idea you have. Make it happen and I will, you know, um, and I will gladly take a copy. Um, I think I've only had, I think, four Kickstarters fail on me. Uh, one was a small miniatures company. I was out like maybe 10 bucks. Okay. Meh. Um, another one was a dice um, Kickstarter. It was, uh, what was the name of it? It was a stupid name. Dice Like Awesome, I think was the name of it. <laughs> they were some really cool dice. Uh, but it, that one was an example where like the guy was trying to do just a small Kickstarter and ended up. It was one of the first or one of the early dice Kickstarters on there. Ended up doing thousands upon thousands of dollars in business, you know, you know, thousands of orders. It was crazy. And, you know, this was a guy who most Kickstarters would be like, yeah, we're going to go over to China and have these manufactured and shipped back. No, this was a guy who's like, I am making these dice in my garage. 
but he didn't tell you that. And uh, he quickly got overwhelmed. And about every six, seven months, he pops back up and goes, I'm working on another batch of dice. You know, hopefully some of you will get it soon. And some people did get their dice. I have never gotten mine. I don't have high hopes on it. Um, so those those are kind so of, that was one of one of my questions with, uh, with for you with the Kickstarter is were these actually funded? Because it sounds like they were. They they reached the funding level, and so then the money was taken out of your account and given to the creator of whatever project or item it was. And then they're supposed to fulfill that. Yeah, these were funded projects. So, um, and and those were two like those are the two smaller ones. Uh, the two larger ones, uh, one was for a game called Myth, um, and I had missed the first Kickstarter for Myth. I hopped in on the second one. It has these really. Um, beautifully cartoony models so for me as a painter i was like Ooh, these will be fun um and i i ended up to get a I, I got a copy of myth um but this was for two expansions and then a bunch of kind of extra stuff i got the two expansions but all of the extra stuff they didn't have and uh they started another kickstarter and basically they ended up going broke and selling the company and i just don't have any hopes i'm ever going to get the rest of my stuff um yeah uh so that was sad uh the other one was from a was it ninja division no it was soda pop soda pop miniatures uh put out a game called super dungeon explore kidder this is uh you remember the video game gauntlet Yes, like Gauntlet Legends. Yes, this is Gauntlet. The, this is like Gauntlet the board game. Except hmm. you couldn't call it Gauntlet because they didn't have the licensing. Super game, super fantastic. I have the first one. Um, I backed. This was the third expansion. Um, so it was Super Dungeon Explorer Legends, and unfortunately, Soda Pop Miniatures and their partner Ninja Division went bankrupt shortly after that one um and they have been trying uh they have been selling what they call these master class models um trying to make up enough money to finish uh super dungeon explorer but i don't know not holding my breath on that one but that one i was in for quite a bit on i forget the exact amount but it was a couple hundred bucks and uh that one hurt that one hurt. Um, in fact, hey, you remember how uh, I was painting a couple of miniatures down at your place? Yeah. Yeah, those are actually from Super Dungeon Explorer. So, hmm. great game. Who knew? Great game. <laughs> that way you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fantastic game. I, I'm a little sad that this has happened because I would love to play more of it and have some more variety. So, I I, I've, I mean, it happens. You get burnt. Um and truthfully, kind of after a few of those, I've kind of really dialed down uh, who I will support on Kickstarter. Simon, um, I trust them. Um, or as the longer version, Cool Mini or not. Uh, 
Reaper Miniatures, of course, fantastic company. Can't say enough good stuff about them. Um, they've hinted at Bone Six. I'm a little scared. Um, <laughs> it just got Bones Five. Um, you know, but I like them. Uh, Mythic Games is pretty good. Uh, I have a couple of their games. Uh, and in fact, Kidder, I backed uh, Mythic Games last game. Do you want to know what it is? What was it? Interested. Yeah. They they got the license, and so they did it. Uh, they are making the board game version of Rainbow Six Siege. What? Yeah. How do you make a board game out of that? They did it. It looks awesome. Um, Each player gets uh, lagged out and then blasted by some bullets that you can't see from somebody you can't see on the other end. Uh, no, no. But I mean, it. It. it I've watched a, a playthrough of it. It looks really good, Kidder. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, maybe I can convince you to play it. Um, but if not, hey, Kidder. I, I, let's just ask you right now. Um, yeah. You play Siege. Yeah. On occasion. Rarely, sometimes, maybe. Uh, one of the one of the perks that came with this Kickstarter that I probably will never use uh, is some codes for some special alternative skins that they are doing for backers of the Kickstarter. Uh, the skins. Would, They're would just as stupid as the Call of Duty skins. All right, go ahead. I, I was just offering them to you, like... Oh, if you, if you want, I'll give you the codes because you play Siege. In-game codes. Mm-hmm. Oh. I will take you up on that. Okay. Please and thanks. Yeah. So when they uh, when they arrive, I will uh, send them your way. That Enjoy. sounds that sounds pretty fun. I would say Leroy Jenkins would be disappointed because he's played a lot more Siege or Trail Gnome. Those two individuals would be disappointed because they play a lot more Siege than I or have played more than I have, but I will put them in, and when you come on down for pay-per-view or shenanigans, I'll pull up Siege, and you can see that whatever it is in action, (laughs) I'll put the themes on the guns, the skins, whatever they are, I'll even play with that character just for you, my bro, and then you can watch, like, Google's going to blow up. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Yep. It's very siege like. Yeah. Very Ubisoft. It's you know half complete. Yep. Oh, mill and a half? Holy crap. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, okay. It it did pretty well. How much yeah. was each like minimum where you would get something, like the board game, for instance? How much did you have to pledge? Oh, it's, it's on sale. Sixty-nine yeah. bucks for the box, the yep. companion application. Which is, is that for your phone? I'm guessing. Just, it, you can use it on your phone. It's just to help you with some of the game stuff, and then the alternative zero um, operator. And then if you go into the, with the two hundred, then you got all of these year packs, which were kind of the different releases of stuff and then there was a premium pledge that came with some extra stuff neoprene um, dice the, uh, 
Well, uh, a neoprene dice tray. Mm. Yeah. And an additional dice but, set. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So then they did these skin duels uh, between Tachanka and Jaeger. I use mm -hmm. Jaegermeister every once in a while. And no, I don't like Jaegermeister itself. But uh, Sledge, that's one of my favorites. Um, I use Pulse if I have to. Glass is kind of fun. Ash is all right. Capcan's pretty good. Uh, Montaigne, you know, I like the premise of the giant shield, but it, it's worthless in the game because people can shoot your feet and stuff like that. I use Castle to be funny, you know, putting up the... I say funny because some of the... Uh, well, like I said, uh, the people we play with, they think uh, he's worthless. The little drones. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of interesting, all the all the stuff that you get with this. I mean, look at that. This, it's yeah. very... The models are very good as well. Yeah, Mythic does some fantastic models. But here here we go, Kidder. Here are some of those alternates. So like the alternate Tachanka. Mm -hmm. You can see kind of the kind of medieval look on that. Uh, Jaeger. I mean, that one's kind of... That's a really cool look for, for Jaeger right there. Yeah. I, like I mean, they did some really nice nice stuff with it. Here's kind of going through all the gameplay. Choose your map. And Just stuff. like the game itself, you get two maps, and you play them over and over and over and over and over. But, and you, yep, you said you went in for the middle one? Or I guess you didn't. Right. I don't think you said which which uh, one you, you went in yeah. for. Yeah, I didn't. I refuse to incriminate myself. <laughs> all right. Which is fun. Wait, no, you do have Siege. I don't have Siege. No? I thought you did. No. no. Um, I was trying to get to some of these other skin duel uh, winners. So there's the Habana. Oh, I've yeah. watched have, a lot of Habana's a good I, I've watched a lot play. of Siege played, yeah. Uh, there's Legions. That one won. So there's uh and then some of the newer characters there, like Maestro and Wamai. Yeah. I I haven't I haven't played those characters. Knock. Um yeah. the new one, the guy in the bottom there, the um uh, Flores and Ace. Haven't played them. It's been a while since I've been on there. So, yeah, anyway, a lot of cool stuff. And then these are the, the year one kind of reinforcement kits. So you could buy these individually or you could uh, get them if you went with the premium. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's just kind of a quick look. I'll put the link to this in the show notes for anybody else who... Uh, is interested in in it but yeah that uh that was the the latest one that i have backed um 
so I'll be excited for that. I think I'll enjoy it. And then uh, one of these days, uh, the next one Mythic is doing, uh, Mythic is just hitting my wallet. Um, they are partnering with Privateer Press to make a board game version of Monster Apocalypse. Uh, and which is a two per two to four player uh skirmish battle game where you play as giant kaiju monsters. Oh, you mean like a certain movie that you haven't seen? I'm not gonna lie, Kidder. Before Guillermo del Toro made Pacific Rim, he was actually in talks with Privateer Press to get the license to Monster Apocalypse to make. The monster apocalypse movie uh and he ended up not doing it and he made pacific room instead um but yes yes very much like that um i own a good chunk of uh well not a good chunk i own some mon poc uh, but i'm looking forward to this board game because it'd be a nice way to boost that uh that collection for that game so, and I even have some of Privateer Press's uh, convention exclusive models that they have released uh, for um, for Monpoc, including uh, Brugosh, which is a great um, model. Kidder, I think you'd get a kick out of it. It's a giant Cthulhu esque monster that has destroyed a brewery and has taken one of the big <laughs> distillery tanks and is chugging all of the beer. Ah, a monster after my own heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I still need to paint him up, but uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. That'll be uh, that'll be a fun one to see when that comes out. So I will probably go pretty heavy into that one. So yeah, some things I'm looking at at Kickstarter. So there you go. Good stuff. I mean, I'm looking forward to when you get them and then, of course, and you end up painting them. And not just put them on the wall behind you. It's like the wall of shame. <laughs> I'm working oh. on getting to it. I promise. Yeah, that's, no, it. that's not a wall of shame. That's a wall of trolling people on the internet. Yeah, like a like a certain certain person we've been we've been in charge of over, which is hilarious. I I, I think it's hilarious because yeah. you were his boss and I'm boss yeah. <laughs> what, the, the, what did this poor poor guy do in the universe to have to suffer through both of us being his supervisor what did he do um you know truthfully what it was maybe he, he won well i was gonna say truthfully what it was was that he kicked ass it's what he did you know he was a great employee when he worked for me um and that was why I recommended him to you and um, helped you recruit him. Uh, so I will say that... the same, but I hope he doesn't hear this because I don't want him to get one of them their egos. Oh, you know, hey, don't don't worry about that. Uh, I, you I might comment. That. He might be one of the people commenting on this video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna give him too much crap because he might actually comment. Like, I, 
You know, yeah. a certain person from Indiana hasn't even commented on this damn thing yet. Come on. I mean, yeah. he did one, but I think it was, like, directed at you. I don't know. Uh, the only one he did was on our initial first offering where uh, he said, um, I don't even have to see this to know, how did he put it, uh, that this will rock people's faces off or something along those lines was what uh, the gentleman from Indiana put. Um, but no, the individual we're talking about, no. I mean, he's just a great example, Kidder, of why no matter what the job is, you should always work hard and do the best you can because you never know when you're going to find those connections. And I mean, because again, how does he know when he's working in high school and working for me that someday when he's switched majors and graduated college and is, you know, that I'm going to just happen to know somebody in a position to hire him for his new major. I mean, you don't, you don't know that, but because he worked so hard for me and I thought so highly of him, I mean, it was one of those things when you asked me, Hey, do you know anybody who can do this? It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And, and such. So let that always be the great lesson. You know, I don't care if you hate your job or, or whatever, but you know, you should always, it's always been my motto. Work every job like you would someday like to be rehired there. Even if you never do. Just work every job like you want to be rehired there. Um, because, again, you make some great connections. And, and again, you never know when somebody's going to go, I remember so-and-so. They're amazing. And uh, give you an opportunity. Exactly. So. And the funny thing about it is he might be using this as background uh entertainment while he's working on one of my projects <laughs> not for this show just so there's no confusion but yeah keep up the good work man you're doing a great job and sorry i still haven't watched uh pacific rim but it's it's right up there it's it's it, it's right there right there Circling it behind me is bad. Future no. Howard, circle Pacific Rim on the uh, on the wall up there. Don't give Future man. Howard more work to do. Come on, man. That guy's got enough crap to do. I could I could have him find it over here too because I have it. I have Pacific Rim and then Pacific Rim Two, whatever the hell the subtitle was on that one. I have that over here on on the wall. So yes, there's a second one you're going to have to watch after you watch the first one, even though it's not as good as the first one, but you're going to have to watch the second one because the second one is still going along with the first one. Yeah. You know, uh, Kidder, I was working on editing a certain new series um, and uh, I realized in one of the first videos I, uh, or chunks of footage i recorded for it that i was speaking really kind of quiet because lefty and junior <laughs> were taking oh they're so taking speaking... a nap your podcast voice right so i so i, I was kind of quiet with that <laughs> and as i was editing this i couldn't help but put down on there you know letting people know like don't worry eventually howard will speak louder and then my usual tilde future howard and then immediately follow that up with, yes, I'm editing this show as well. <laughs> <Future Howard. laughs> 
you know, the, the tools in Premiere uh, are very nice where you have the like auto limiter and things, things like that that you can add in the dynamics processing to go from like this all the way down to the normal podcast voice that for some reason people need to talk in as they're on the shows. That's right. Welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS here on your local free public radio station. Join us as we now start a 12-hour bagathon. Did you know that you can help fund this show? All it takes is your donation, and we'll give you a sticker to let everybody know that you support this show and that you are a pretentious jerk for listening to free public radio. That's right. We can do that for you. I'm not going to lie, Kidder. This uh, 6.66% uh, alcohol beer might be uh, bringing out a little bit of jerk Howard. Um, <laughs> we, should, we should move on to a different topic. No, no, no. Hold on. I, got, I have something for this. I have something for this. I just needed a second to pull the damn thing up because... You can do this, so I'm going to make this happen, too. I said, nope, that's the wrong one. Hold on. It's coming. It's going to get, it's going to get, it's, it's getting better. Stand by for this. There it is. You, too, can purchase this Triple B logo die cut sticker for the low, low price of how much is this? $7.99. And you could represent beer, blues, and BS, the triple B. Slap it on your car. Slap it on your friend's car. Slap it on your enemy's car. Just don't slap it on an asshole's car because then we don't we don't like those assholes around here. Do something good for you and the environment. Get one of these. The triple B logo for you. Is, is that too, is that too much pandering? The merchandising, 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 merchandising. Triple B the sticker, triple B the t-shirt, triple B the yoga mat, triple B the yoga pants. I mean, look at this, look at this sweet ass shirt. Look at that. You got the front and the back. Look at that. Here, let's click into it. Did, did you see this? It's Howard's Game of Wonder. Look at this. Show coming soon. Or maybe it's already out. Maybe Howard got his uh, crap together and actually got an episode done. Well, look at that. You got the back. So then, you know, nobody's going to sneak up on you because look at that thing. It's protecting your ass. You see hey, that? Hey, hey Kit, Kitter, just, just, just for a second. Go, go, back to the, go, go back to the back. Back to the back. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Ah! There's the tequila yeah. dragon. We talked about this is. last week. There's the tequila dragon. Nah. Note, note the bottle of rum that he has cradled gently in his tail. He is also behind me. He's uh yeah, he's he's that little speck right up there. There's the tequila dragon. Okay, let's go back over here. So we have these other shirts. You want a perfect old fashioned? I talked about this at work. I don't I don't remember it, but he was talking about a bartender, and I'm like, yeah, remember when I told you how to make the perfect old-fashioned? And uh, 
he started laughing right away, and I'm like, no freaking cherry! Keep that crap out of here! You want a Manhattan? Eh, add some cherry. You want an old-fashioned? No! No cherry! Look at this. Look at this. This a classy logo. Well, well, it goes to the back there, but look at that. All this other stuff. There, There's your merchandise right there. You got the blanket. You can do yoga with us. You got you got the towel. You go to the beach. You show off the triple B. It's just a perfect combination. You can even show off how to make a perfect old-fashioned as you're having your zen moment. We got all that stuff right there. Beer Blues BS, the store. All you need to do is go to beerbluesbs.com and click on the merch button. I'm still waiting for the... Uh, it's a little much, but uh, that's okay. We have a future Howard. He can always cut some of that crap out. Oh man! Or he'll leave it. What, what, it depends on how lazy Howard is. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> what were you saying that we needed to add in there? I was just—I'm waiting. There's like three more designs I'm aware of that we have tooling around up here in the old brain. In fact. I may have even provided you a graphic for one. So mm, yes, yes. So hey, if you are interested, but you're like, ah, this isn't quite the stuff for me. More stuff coming. So always go check it out. All right, beerbluesbs.com. Check it All out, right. please. All right. What's next? There's our there's our shameless uh, merch plug. Um, Let's see. Well, what other topics do we want to chat about today? Let's talk wrestling real quick because Howard's sick of talking about wrestling. I know he is. I see it on his face. He's I, like, you guys talk about this crap again. Howard might have also written that on the run sheet. Um, yeah, you know, I just want to. <laughs> Howard's to say, a lying sack. I, I know. Here's the thing here's the truth of it. Uh, Kidder, because um, Howard has edited the last like two weeks of shows, and between them, we spend about an hour and a half talking wrestling. Between That's episodes. it. Our, we're getting weak in our game. We need to no, step no. it up. I mean, Ends Ricky numbers. I mean, out of a basically four hours of podcast, you know, almost. Half of that is wrestling. And uh, you also have to remember, Kidder, I get to, when I edit, I get to hear it. So I get to hear it when we talk about it. I get to hear it when we edit. And then I get to hear it again when I do the time codes. Um, so that hour and a half becomes three hours, becomes four and a half hours. So I've had to listen to like four and a half hours of us talking wrestling, I'm up. To, I'm up to here. I'm sick of it. So I'm glad you said let's keep it quick. So let's keep it quick. Go. So if you are curious about the rest of the WWE draft results, watch last week's episode because they're all in there. We talked about all of them and how stupid the stuff is. So just go watch last week's episode. How's I was going to say though. Well, I was going to say, there were some picks here on Monday night. Um, but you sent me a graphic, so, hey, future Howard, put it here. 
And uh, look. Yeah, if we can put that full screen right here. We got a graphic. That's all of them. And if you, if you, if future Howard hasn't passed Howarded and gone back and done last week's, he can put that there too as no. go watch last week's and continue through this week's. Future, future Howard's on top of his game, man. He has all of the episodes done up till this point. They're all up there. They're ready to go. We're he's he's caught back up after falling behind on Kidder's logs. We are back to being on top of it. So anyway, here's all the picks. I'm just gonna you know put it over us as we're talking right now. So there you go. Here's all the picks. Meh. I think we've said enough about the draft. Hey, Kidder. You know, what's, what's funny is we predicted half of this crap. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did. There's nothing really all that surprising. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about a Twitch leak because this does tie yeah. into wrestling. Um, I, I didn't read the article. Well, okay, I kind of read the article. I skimmed the article. <laughs> Kidder, I hope you read the article. <laughs> where you can get the hardest hitting investigative journalism last year. Hey, hey, listen, I I listen, I may not have read this story about the Twitch leak and finding out how much wrestlers are making on Twitch. I topic 7 kidder, I read that article. That was a terrible article. I read that one. We'll get to that one next, but uh yeah, right. so anyway, the the Twitch leaks all you. Well, Go. I kid, I kid, I kid. I wanted to share this because it came up, obviously. Uh, the interesting thing is that Twitch was either hacked into or an insider leaked a bunch of information regarding how much do those people who make the most out of the Twitch universe actually make? You know, kind of a question, right? Uh, one of the big things with WWE is controlling who can be on Twitch and how much money they make and how much money goes to WWE for their quote-unquote fame. Well, you've come to the right place because the article has been put together by somebody on uh, some site and... Here we are reporting this information to you so you don't have to go through and look for it yourself. So a, whole, a total of 125 gigs of data was leaked from the platform servers released to the web. And uh, people have gone through, and now the people who we're specifically focusing on are, are pro wrestlers or former pro wrestlers. And this affects both WWE and AEW superstars. Partially because a couple of them were WWE superstars and have gone to AEW. Uh, one of the things or, or uh, people were talking about are Paige. Now, if you remember Paige, very big superstar for a while. She was Divas champion for a while. I was there the night she first won the Divas title back in uh, 2014 at WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. So Paige, with her Twitch stream, uh, streaming video games and whatever else that uh, she's been streaming, is at the top of this list for the wrestlers 
and making $478,224 so far off of Twitch. Holy crap. I would... What? Nothing. I'm agreeing with you. Like, Did you have a crap. toothbrush? What, what was that? A paintbrush? Toothbrush? What is uh, that? I don't, I don't know what you're talking what you, about. I, I got a you, pencil here. What are you I got, doing? I got a cup of brushes, but... Uh, <laughs> Are you losing it? Come on, maybe there's. I still got like a quarter of this beer left, Kidder. I'm I'm struggling, man. It's holy crap. <laughs> so uh, I'll make this as quick as I can to relieve the pain, but it's giving you an opportunity to drink faster because you don't have to say anything, <laughs> unless you're like, whoa, that's that's ridiculous. The next on the list is Zelina Vega, of course, married to Malachi Black or Alistair Black, depending on which brand or product you're watching. Zelina Vega, uh, followed by Adam Cole. Uh, they split it up. All right, so Zelina Vega has made $341,748. And Adam Cole, baby! $318,080. This is just and, on Twitch for streaming video games and other content. And to tie this in, Kidder, uh, Selena Vega, as we know, just came back to the WWE a couple months ago. Part of why she was let go in the first place was the WWE asked her to give up her Twitch uh, stream, and she refused, and so they released her. I can see why. If you're making that kind of money on Twitch, I'm not giving up that kind of money. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, apparently she hasn't had a live stream for quite a while. After she was told to give it up and didn't, before she was fired, her husband, who had been released, was streaming on there for a bit. But uh, they haven't streamed for a while. Uh, next on the list is Impact Wrestling as a whole. Uh, 69140 Yeah, you know what I mean. $69,140. Then uh, Tyler Breeze next on the list. A cool $43,755. Just to quickly interrupt, Kidder, because mm -hmm. um, you yes. mentioned Impact as a whole. For a while... Impact was struggling to actually find uh, TV broadcasting. And so they actually were releasing the show on Twitch. So for a while, that was where you had to go to see Impact. So that's where that came in. And that's what they were streaming was they were actually streaming their events because they couldn't get a broadcast deal. Just to throw that fact in there. <clears throat> makes Makes perfect sense. And I mean, making a cool uh, 69K off of that, you know, that's not a bad deal. Uh, so Tyler Breeze again, $43,755. Evil Uno making 35000 uh, nearly 36000 Colt Cabana making thirty two k and Xavier Woods rounding out this list with only 25000 I figured that would be more with Xavier Woods because of how popular he is uh, with the up, up, down, down. 
but those are the numbers that have been reported as of this week and, of course, uh, last week. Now, you might be asking the policy with WWE that you mentioned, why is Paige able to be on Twitch and continue streaming and making all this money while others can't? Well, the reason is because it's current talent that are prevented from streaming on Twitch. The mandate does not apply to retired superstars. And, uh, of course, you know, it has caused a lot of friction. And one reason why Adam Cole told the WWE to F you is because of the Twitch stream mandate. And, I mean, I would also say F you as to... Why would I want to be paired as a manager when I'm a really good wrestler? There's that. So that's about it with the uh, mentions of Twitch and uh, the information being leaked out to the public with uh, some of the people making a lot of money there. If you would like to join us on Twitch... KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now. The stream is available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Please check us out there. Twitch.tv slash KRDN Eyewitness Weather Now. The link is right here, conveniently placed in the bottom of your screen and in the comments if you'd like to click on the link there. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, you get a free subscription every month. So you can click subscribe for free right there on the KRDN channel and help fund KRDN, which is by default Beer, Blues, and BS. Also, wanted to mention, I saw that you just shared a link, but uh, I did see this and uh, forgot about it, but wanted to mention it, that uh, AJ Lee, you might recognize that name in the WWE universe, but CM Punk's better half, AJ Mendez. Returning to wrestling in the women's uh, women of wrestling revival that uh, Paramount Plus is putting on, if I uh, remember correctly. Yeah, one uh, other little thing of note, Kidder, um, and, and I'll keep it very quick. Uh, Hangman Adam Page has returned to AEW Dynamite. Uh, and such uh kidder keep an eye on on this guy he's good uh but on a graphical element if you keep an eye on his lower thirds they were doing this for a while uh they put little hidden well not really hidden but they put different messages on his lower thirds every week so like for a while it was like they were commenting about like his wrist wraps so it was, you know, Hangman Page is trying out black as a, you know, for a wrist wrap color tonight. You know, then like the next week, he's now trying white for the wrist wrap. He comes back the next week. The white isn't good. He has gone back to black, you know, but they've done other uh, silly things like that. So something for you to keep an eye out uh, when you do see him to see. I'm curious if they've continued that trend with him. But he's a very talented guy. 
I, I, there will be some good stuff out of him. So somebody I will for you to definitely watch. try and keep an eye out. One of the things, Kidder, I wanted to mention, uh, and it's a news story that you know it's it's gone national now, um, but it involves my work, uh, and that is about the Abner O'Neill. It's a 130-year-old uh, steamship that sunk uh, about 20 miles north of Bismarck. And due to the drought that we've been having here in North Dakota, the water levels have dropped. And it is now not only visible, but parts of it are sticking out. And it's been getting a lot of attention. Um, and I think our uh, chief archaeologist has done uh, four or five interviews in like the past like two, three weeks about it so um thought it was worth mentioning um it's kind of a cool thing um it is a protected state historic site um so we we do kind of tell people because people are have been calling us asking you know hey where is this how do i go see it all of that and we've been trying to give them the best directions we can to it um but also telling them you know hey respect the property owners who own the the shoreline there um and if you do kayak out to it you know don't touch it just let it be enjoy it for the fact that you can see it um we did last november a drone flight over um the abneronial uh and in fact i will put a link in the show notes uh to some of that footage uh if you wish to check it out and i know our drone pilot is planning to go back up there and do another flight. Uh, and I think so really kind of a cool thing that's, that's now visible and, uh, yeah, check out the footage below. It's, it's really cool. Um, I'll put some other links to more info. So and the, I just want a quick and on. dirty story behind that. Uh, again, how old is it? Uh, when was it to sailing and when whereabouts like Missouri river somewhere? Yeah, so it um, it was sailing in the 1880s, and a lot of what it was doing was um, hauling grain between Washburn and Bismarck. Um, Bismarck had a rail stop, so farmers could bring their grain to Washburn, load it on the steamship, send it down the river, get it on the train. Uh, that was kind of the plan, so it was delivering grain, and it then sunk. So the wreckage is 130-some years old. Um, it's 20 miles north of uh, Bismarck. It's something we don't get to talk about a lot in North Dakota is shipwrecks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nobody, I, I'm pretty sure nobody's like, oh, yeah, North Dakota and shipwrecks, like a big ship. Yep. Yeah. It has happened here. I, I will say it's gotten a lot of news coverage. It's gone national news-wise, but... The cool thing about that is it's getting other people interested in it, and we might get some more really cool research out of it. So it's, it's just kind of a cool thing. Uh, and I felt that was worth talking about and sharing. because it's Link in the show notes. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, I'll put a link. I know there's a blog about it. Um, there's some video, all sorts of cool stuff. So if you want to learn more, check out the show notes. Very cool. Okay, uh, next topic. Kidder, I have been fascinated by something on YouTube. Um, it, this, uh, I, yeah, I got sucked into something new. <laughs> of course. 
so so here it is and i i really i i wanted to talk about it and i wanted to get your opinion on it but this this has become almost an obsession with me um Tracy. um <clears throat> this came up in my youtube feed and it's this youtuber uh by the name of geo wizard and he decided to do this challenge and this challenge was he wanted to be the first person to walk across a country in a straight line so to take like google earth map a straight line across the country and then to stay on that line and try to deviate from it as little as possible so he chose the country of wales he's from england so wales easy to get to and wales is all of like in the place that he chose was like 33 miles across so you know something that he could do in you know five days pretty easily and what has fascinated me about this kidder uh i don't know about you i uh growing up uh my family did a lot of camping and i loved camping and i loved hiking and i loved exploring the woods and going off trail and things like that i don't know if you ever did anything like that growing up or such yeah really uh, a couple I, I, couple of instances here and there at camp but no nah. after the allergies developed i was like oh, let's just stay inside that's fine yeah no i i still like camping i still like hiking i i have not got to do as much of it as i i would like in uh, recent years uh but you know i would be lying to say as a kid i you know, I grew up in the Black Hills. It may have crossed my mind a time or two that it would be interesting to walk across, like, the Black Hills. And that's a long walk. That's, like, 90 miles. And those are mountains. I mean, much different challenge. But the thing about it is, when I have thought about that as a kid, it's like, I would have to prepare. I would need to, you know, not only know my route, but, you know, what kind of stuff would I need and prepare. Kidder, the... The amount of preparedness that this guy went at in this attempt to walk across Wales is laughably bad. Um, hmm. You know, he he knew that he was going to be crossing sheep fence with barbed wire, hedgerows. You would think, it would be good. Let's take some gloves, you know? Could be crossing fence. Gloves would be great. Nope, he didn't. So you'll watch this guy like having to cross these things, and uh, I mean, ends up getting all these cuts on his hands, and a lot of times he's falling off the fence into the sheep fields, which are full of sheep shit. So nothing like, hey, open wounds and sheep shit. These things, you know, you you just you shouldn't do. It's... Just asking for an infection, really. Yeah, and and then you know what you know, okay, you would think then okay this you know an injury is always possible, you take a first aid kit right. He didn't, he didn't take a first aid kit with him. The guy on like, I think it was the morning of the second day or third day, he decided like I'm gonna get to my next stash location where I have set up food. That's not a problem. So I'm going to take this bag of couscous and I'm just going to, instead of carrying it and having that extra weight, I'm just going to throw it on the fire and burn it. Only to find out later in the day, hey, you know what? I'm hungry. What do I have for food? 
some rock hard gummy bears. <clears throat> very, very nutritious. Yes. Maybe, maybe shouldn't have burned the couscous. I, you know, it's so like, and I, I have watched Kidder. He, uh, he, he tries to get across Wales. Hey, everybody. Howard from the future here, interrupting to give a spoiler warning. Howard from the past is about to tell you what happens in these Geo Wizard straight line mission videos. So if you want to watch these for yourself and not have the endings ruined, uh, skip ahead. Unfortunately, I don't have my time codes done yet, so I can't tell you exactly to when. But if you look in the show notes, it'll tell you when the spoilers stop. So just wanted to give you a heads up if you were hoping for, uh, you know, to go and check these out on your own. And with that, uh, I'm going to go back to the future. In fact, I'm just waiting on Kidder so we can actually record episode 31. So, yeah, I'm, I'm multitasking here. Multitasking. Anyway, back to past Howard and Kidder. He ends up calling it quits uh, because he runs out of food. Sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers for anybody <laughs> who wants to watch. And I, I, I kid you not. Sorry, should have said that the first time. Hey, future Howard. Spoiler ahead. There's a spoiler coming up. Let's spoiler, put a sign. Spoiler warning. He can. He can, hey, He's he's magic with the graphics. He'll put something up. Um, yeah. You know, but I don't expect everybody to watch all five like forty minute videos. You know, they're they're long. He needed to learn some editing um, because you can only watch a guy cross cheap fences and hedges so many times especially when he doesn't come up with anything like new to say it's never like you know oh well this you know hedge was da da da, da. it's always like hmm, this was another tricky hedge uh, wrong, it's, fence. it's just wicked wicked tricky for Fern here. I'm just gonna go around this bush. Just, uh, it, uh, it's a bit tricky now. This is yeah. just crazy. So, continuing uh, with with these attempts, and again, spoilers. Howard will let you know when to come back. Um, so the first time he fails because he he burnt his food, so he didn't have enough food. The second time, uh, he he actually had a buddy go with him. So there's the two of them. And uh, his buddy had just been recently diagnosed with Addison's. And uh, he basically didn't know how to deal with that disease well enough while going on this long, strenuous hike. So needless to say, they didn't make it the second time because they had to stop because the guy was going into an Addison's crisis. Uh, so then this guy tried to go across norway he was successful that time so like this is back up just a second to make sure that i got this right so yeah. this guy failed the first time because of crappy planning and then he's like i'll do this yeah, right i'm gonna do this again but i'm gonna play this a little bit better this time so he tries it again mm -hmm. has this medical condition and brings a friend and still screws it up yeah, well, the friend's the one with the medical condition, and the oh, friend, the, the friend screws, is okay, yeah, and the friend kind of screws it up. But I mean, like you could tell, like that he had gotten so many comments in the first video about the fact that he didn't bring gloves, because like he's almost like angry about it in the second attempt 
Like they get to the first hedgerow and he's like, again, I'm doing this without gloves. It's like, dude, let it go. Wear some damn gloves. Um, you know, and, and I say this in the first attempt, Kidder, he actually stashed a, an inflatable kayak. I mean, like, so he did some planning, but he screws up some of it. But yeah, the second time he fails because of his friend. Uh, the third time he goes across Norway, he's successful there. Um, the fourth time he goes across, or he tries to go across Scotland. Um, and uh, I'll come back to why that one gets interesting. Here's the other thing about this kidder. So he's he's doing this. It's a straight line challenge. He has to go over or through any obstacle. Here's the thing. He does not receive or get permission from landowners when doing this. Oh, that's perfect. You know, the whole trespassing thing. That's exactly it. So here's the thing about that so yes he is trespassing he's trying to get across people's property very quickly he's sometimes going through their backyards um and all of that but the thing about that is it makes him so paranoid about it because he's, he's so afraid of getting caught uh that you would think that farmers are the worst people in the world because of how he talks he's like Oh my gosh, we're coming up on another farmhouse. There could be an angry farmer there. I could be done. I got to watch out for these damn farmers. I mean, you would think that they were like the scourge of the earth and the, <laughs> the way that he talks about farmers, which I will bring this up again later. Um, you know, so he's just very paranoid about that. And I will say, like, in doing this, he's choosing where that line is. He's a YouTuber, so of course he chooses a couple of routes where it's like, we're clearly going to have to go through this obstacle and, and, and risk it, you know? So he's so worried about getting caught, but in one of them, he they actually bought a ladder, stashed it, so they could get over a seven-foot-tall security barbed wire fence so they could sneak through, like, 95 acres of private factory land <laughs> and walked out the security gate on the other end. Yet you did that for YouTube video <laughs> views. And the other thing I, I have issue with this is he's choosing the route and he comes to the obstacles and sometimes he will look at the obstacle and he'll go, I'll make the diversion. You know, like I'll, I'll go out of my way. I will avoid this. In the first series of videos, Kidder, when he first crossed Wales, he comes to a lake. And when I say a lake, I mean like a stock dam. In fact, as he's doing the camera angle of him talking about this with the lake in the background, you can see both, like, you can see all the way around this lake. Like, it's that tiny. He could easily, and I mean easily, just, I'll just walk around that. I'll take, you know, take that. What's he decide? No, you know what? It's winter here in Wales. Let's strip down to our skivvies, stuff all of our stuff in this bag, and we're going to swim across this lake. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Why, dude? Come on. I, I, Because he, like, again, sometimes he's like, I have to do this. And then there are other times where he will just, like, chicken out of, like, 
a certain obstacle. And then you're just like, wait, it was okay for you to, to do this here, but not here. Uh, there's, there's some real issues I have with that. Um, anyway, as I said, he tried Scotland, he got caught by a farmer there and the police, uh, basically kicked him out of the country because this of course was during the pandemic and Scotland had a very strict, nobody comes into Scotland unless you have work. And, uh, so they got caught and the police were actually very decent and said, you've been here four days. Technically you should go to court for this. Get your, you know, camp here the night, but then get up and leave Scotland and we won't charge you. <clears throat> get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I will say he gets better about being more and more prepared each time. But then here's the thing here. I have now watched all of his videos. So I'm curious, like, have other people tried this? Yes, Kidder. Yes, people have. And it is sad because these are YouTubers. They are city folk. They know nothing of this stuff. Um, so... Nothing like watching a pair of uh, guys from Holland try to walk across Luxembourg and they're doing it in like, you know, designer t-shirts and skinny jeans and like didn't bring a coat, didn't bring anything. <laughs> you know, there was another one. He I forget. I forget which country he was crossing, but he was so concerned about bears. It's like. As he's walking along, there are bears in these woods. There could be a bear. There could be a bear sneaking up behind. It's like, dude, you talk too much. No bears coming near you. <laughs> yeah. Settle down with the bears. Yeah. It's interesting all the stuff that comes up on your YouTube feed. Hmm. You know, Kidder, I, I, again, this falls into that, you know, alternative lifestyle stuff that I sometimes just get fascinated by um so as i said this came up and it's just been a it's kind of been a bit of an addiction for this week i've just like if i've had downtime i'm watching these guys try these uh challenges and i mean i haven't dove into all the details there's still some good stuff um in there but you know like the guys from holland being chased by a cow and harassed by a cow that was that was pretty good um i've also also realized that some people in europe are definitely afraid of horses um because in both both the guy from england and the guy from uh holland had to go through a horse pasture and the horse kind of ran up like hey what you doing and they're both like oh my god <laughs> a lot of life. Ah! Yeah, I mean, what so, do you expect? I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it's like, it's a it's one of those things where like, young Howard would have been like, I want to try and do a challenge like this, but adult Howard looks at these guys and goes, "You guys are idiots." <laughs> like, if not that I would do this challenge now, I'm. Listen, I'm not in the shape to do this challenge. But I'd like to think that I could plan it out 
just a tish better. You know, I, I think I could be smart about this. So I think we could like if if we wanted to be that adventurous and <clears throat> do something silly like that, like uh, walk from the southern border of North Dakota to the northern border of North Dakota, because it's shorter than east to west. <laughs> I think we would pick somewhere, I don't know, maybe in the center of the state, look at the entire route. Like maybe we could go a little bit east or west, not go through the middle of this lake or slough. Things like that. You know, maybe this is next to a road that primarily goes north and south. Yeah, different things like that. Yeah, or at least choose a spot, you know, like, I guess if I was going to do something like this, I would choose something like, hey, let's do Theodore Roosevelt National Park, you know, where, hey, we could walk across it. We're not trespassing on a bunch of land to do so you know because that's the thing that like to me it's just like i i like the idea of like hey the hiking through the wilderness and trying to get from point a to point b that's cool i don't really like the trespassing um element of this to me it's like that's really sketchy and uh and illegal yes <laughs> yes uh but yeah it's it's been something i've been watching um i'm getting close to kind of the end of these videos though so that'll be a little sad um but it's been it's been an interesting ride and i don't know if i could recommend like hey go watch this um if you are interested i'll put a link in the show notes uh for you um especially if you're like yeah even with some of the spoilers howard gave i still want to see this there's a link um but otherwise, I, I don't fault anybody who doesn't want to sit through that much of this content. Um, it's been real. It's been fun. Don't know if it's been real fun, but... <laughs> but you know, I think Check. it takes a, takes a special person to, to sit and torture themselves with some of this uh, stuff. Because there are times where I'm sitting here just like shaking my head. I mean, there's... Yeah, I don't want to give any more away. But yeah, there's some of the stuff yeah. where I'm just like... Really? So instead of going to watch that kind of crap, just go watch a few of our previous episodes and you'll at least be entertained. Just do that. Please. Yeah. yeah. So, Kidder, speaking of weird things pop up in my feed, I got a news this, story for you. This should be good. Here's the headline. And uh, I read this headline, I just will say, out to Lefty. And Lefty's like, seriously this is a headline i'm like yep and i can't be bothered to read this and i scrolled past it and needless to say i had to go back and actually read it because i host a show and uh content is always great here's the headline kidder woman almost killed by wedgie after wearing tight denim shorts on date <clears throat> so Ow. Why? Uh, well, where? What is the source? Stop. Where? What is the source of this quality <laughs> breaking news? Do we need the breaking news intro for this? Is this breaking? Did this happen today, an hour ago, 
two years ago. I need details. Oh, okay. Well, for one thing, hey, I'm pulling a apparently a uh, morning radio show gimmick thing where it's like, hey, here's the headline straight from TikTok. So, yes. <laughs> I see quality journalism, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a Pulitzer Prize is in our future. If you would uh, like to nominate us for any awards, make sure that you check out beerbluesbs.com, click on contact, and then you can find out how to let a, how to get in contact with us to let us know that we've won these awards. Please nominate us for any quality awards that you see fit. Thank you very much. Yeah, so the, the story goes, there's this young lady, and this is uh, Kitter, you wanted to know when, uh, about three and a half years ago, uh, but this young lady was going on a date. <laughs> so she... we need the breaking news. <laughs> oh my god. Three and a half years ago. Three and a half years ago. But I'm gonna need another drink for this. And I I I had this damn thing half full of whiskey. I'm gonna need more to get through the rest of this episode. Good night. Yeah, I hey listen, this is what happens when you get your news from TikTok. Okay. She just shared it on TikTok, so that's why it's news. Um yeah. Anyway, apparently she went on a date. I was wearing tight denim jeans that caused uh, some chafing. And a uh, couple days later was having uh, problems, was having pain in her butt. And uh, what had happened was this chafing uh, basically got infected uh, with cellulitis uh, and had actually caused her to go into septic shock. So septic shock is your organs shutting down. So, yeah, that's what happened. And, I mean, so that is a real thing. I mean, listen, your areas and such down there, you know, it's the genital region. Hygiene is important down there. And if you have open sores or wounds... There can be some issues. So uh, it's one of those things. Like I, I read this story out loud to uh, Lefty, and Lefty goes, yeah, that could happen. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I had to share it for this show, Kidder, because content, man. But yeah. So uh, this is why you shouldn't wear tight jeans, and especially not for eight hours. I mean, those had to have been some real tight, tight tight pants mm -hmm. so i mean mm. she says in the the tiktok that she was constantly picking at the wedgie and trying to relieve said wedgie so mm -hmm. but uh hey in in brighter news uh the guy she was dating they're getting married so congratulations you survived a wedgie and now you're getting married kudos it's either congratulations or that dude is really stupid for going along with that. Oh, get her in, in good news. That's done. Oh. And oh, in breaking good. news, Howard is going to go to the hospital with a, cans <laughs> a case of he just drank that nasty crap. <clears throat> oh, you know, two pumpkin beers, too much for a show. Too much. I mean, happy Halloween, everybody, but uh, that was too much. Too much pumpkin beer. And uh, Kidder, 
with that, we've been talking for quite a while. I think it's time <laughs> we the, wrap is. this up. There's there's the saying right there. He he's just done talking because he can't. He's choking on the rest of the the nasty taste of that beer. Oh, he's got water. He's got water, and and he's drinking, and still drinking. He's. I think he's gonna drink the whole twenty four. Nope, nope. He stopped at about twelve. Okay. So, cheap plugs. It is. Let's wrap up this little thing that we call a show here on this here triple B. All right. First of all, thanks for joining us. Second of all. If you would, please and thank you, join us on our Facebook page, Beer Blues BS. On Facebook, just give it a search, or the easier way, log on to our website, beerbluesbs.com. You type it right there in your little browser, beerbluesbs.com. You find our Facebook page, you find our YouTube page, you find our merch store, you find our Buy Us a Beer button, our contact info. It is all right there for you, Beer Blues BS. Dot com, the fancy logo, lower third, right here for you to find us. Again, beerbluesbs.com. So, Facebook, give us a like, comment on the show if you would. And if you want to sponsor the show, yeah, send us a message. That would be pretty sweet. You can get the full sponsorship rights and all kinds of stuff. Just, you know, throw us a contact. Get, get a hold of us. Uh, also, find all of our past episodes, both the video and the audio versions. The links are right there for you at our website, beerbluesbs.com. Also available for you on Podbean. And if you're searching for us on your favorite podcast platform, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, and Player FM, just to name a few. Check out the past episodes, both the audio and the visual version, right there online, beerbluesbs.com, and all of those other sources that I said as well. We'd love to hear from you, so throw us a comment in the comment section below. And, uh, well, give us a shout-out, and we'll give you a shout-out right here on the show. Buy us a beer! <laughs> the button's right there for you at beerbluesbs.com. All right. It's uh, pretty much been enough for this year episode. So, for my brother, Howard Blues, what does he show me? It's out of focus. I, I can't see it. Uh, just interesting news the median age for wwe nxt 2.0 viewers this week was 62 years old huh? that's a 2.0 for you right there is there, is there more to that article i was just curious if you got to uh, see this is on youtube i was i was just seeing what i might watch later this evening other than other episodes of our show <laughs> I've seen all of our episodes many, many times. Ah, okay. Well, for those of you who have not seen some of the episodes, they're all available for you right now on YouTube. You can find that link at beerbluesbs.com. So, for that guy on the other end of the video transmission, that's Howard Blues. I'm the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. 
Thank you for joining us again for this and every episode of Beer Blues and BS. Hope you enjoyed the ride and uh, tell you what, free beer tomorrow. Make sure your glass is never empty and keep it at least half full because that's what's important. And we will catch you on down this old dusty Tuscan highway. So we'll see you next time right here on Beer Blues and BS. The Triple B out for another week. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. There it is! That'll be an episode. Mm-hmm. Killer Wedgies win again. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, Lefty and I were talking about it. Actually, the other night we went for a walk. Um, and she was telling me she told her, her co-workers, all being nurses, uh, about it and such. And I go, and I said, well, I'm glad to see something good came out of me reading that. She goes, you just read it because you needed content for the show. I'm like, yes. Yes, I did. And yes, I am going to talk about it on the show. So there we go. It's all good. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Hi, O'Brien. Hi, good boy. Good boy. And, that, and now I just get to make a uh, fun and interesting title based off of this. You know, hopefully, something that'll attract viewers. Like, Fat bears and killer wedgies. <laughs> <laughs>